going on, everybody? It's William J. You know where you're at. Your favorite place to be with me. And we're talking in the attic. And look, I'm going to start off by saying thank you to everybody who's been rocking with me since season one. To the newbies, thanks for hopping along this ride with us, you know. I'm glad you came aboard. Maybe something that I'm speaking upon is uh, something that you can apply to your life or you can possibly share with someone in your family or friends or whoever is in your circle that can actually benefit from it. And also, if you haven't check out the previous episodes of my pod, they're available on multiple platforms from Amazon, Google, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public under the name Talking in the Attic by William J. And again, please subscribe. And by the way, you know what I'm about to say. Pick up 400 copies of my book. I would seriously, seriously appreciate it. Now, moving into today's segment, I wanted to talk to you about uh, stillness and meditation and how beneficial it is. And what brought me to this is becoming a parent. And I'll tie this all together. It's kind of interesting. Well, it's, it's funny because we're talking about the circle of life when I'm talking about the parenting thing. So, like, I remember my grandfather telling me to be still when I was younger, you know, because when you're a kid, you're just a ball of energy. You're basically driving everybody in the house nuts at some point in time. I mean, I was running in and out the house, you know, bouncing the ball through the house, jumping off the couch. And now I'm getting my own dose of that reality because my son, he has that same amount of energy. And I mean, from as soon as he opens his eyes, he's just running through the house. And I feel like my grandfather said, boy, sit, boy, stop, you know, just having that. Now I'm just laughing to myself, you know. But like I said, the cycle of life is quite humorous when you think about it. But back to the topic, as adults, some of us, we welcome stillness. And there are others that the thought of stillness, it makes their skin crawl because people love to appear being busy. They want to act as though they're more important than, than, than they actually are. And then there's that thing, you know, FOMO, that fear of missing out, which runs deep because we're in a world that multitasking is the norm. We have those long to do lists, that standard where every second of the day is scheduled with some activity that quote unquote needs to be done. But if you sit back and look at it, there's a deeper issue because we have devices and social media and people are using them to distract themselves from the personal thoughts or feelings that are uncomfortable. Now, don't get me wrong. They can be undoubtedly incredible tools for promotion. I mean, you can run an entire business, a project. You can gain an unlimited amount of education and data, but there's such a tremendous power that comes from practicing stillness and when you unplug on a regular basis see stillness it offers opportunities for you to have self-reflection and that right there can activate some critical parts of your brain you know it can give you time to turn down that noise and become more aware of what matters the most it can cultivate mindfulness recognition and appreciation of just being present man I can sit and rattle a laundry list of the benefits of stillness, but I'm only going to hit you off with a few because stillness and meditation in doing so, you can eliminate some portion of stress. You can start learning to let things go more easily. You start to hear your own intuition and then you'll start being more present. And also it can help you increase your listening skills. Now, check 
being still that calms your mind and allows you to feel more at peace and less stressed out. And the key to stillness is not just engaging with any thoughts that come in your mind. The practice of letting go of these thoughts that carries over into your life in general. You start learning the value of letting go of the things that aren't working so you can start creating space for the things that do work. Now, there are voices out there trying to tell you how you should be, how you should dress, what you should do, what you should look like, and a gang of other things. Now, when you practice stillness, in meditation, you learn to silence those voices and you can come more easily to tap into your own intuition and know what is true to you. Now, much of that anxiety and stress you feel in life is related to future events, because those are the things that I was talking about, you know, quote unquote, need to get done. Those plans that have to be finalized outcomes that can go terribly wrong if you don't do whatever, whatever. But look, stillness it anchors you in the present moment so you can deal with what is rather than what might be. And as you start to listen to yourself and your own intuition, you become more present and it's a natural product that you start getting better at. See, you stop waiting to talk and instead learn to actually hear what others are saying and you respond more effectively and emphatically. But I will say this though, stillness is not intended just for problem solving. You can often find clarity around a situation that's been troubling you. You I mean, it helps you step back and gives you a perspective that you won't see while you're sitting in the middle of it. See, stillness offers that step back. See, by now, this is something you should understand that adversity is going to come in one form or another. And practicing stillness, that's going to help you deal with some of these life's difficulties. You may not be able to change the situation, but practicing stillness can help you respond to them differently. You see, one other thing I forgot to mention is increased self-awareness. It's probably one of the great benefits and it's unintentional when you practice stillness because you're more aware of how you are in the world. You start to notice how you interact with those around you and you notice how you start to add or take away from relationships. You start taking ownership for the roles and things that are happening in your life rather than staying a victim or having a victim like mindset. So everything I've just listed was just benefits of stillness. And I hope you didn't think I'm not going to leave you out there without ways that you can start practicing becoming still. So check this out. When I first started, it was not by any means easy. It took me a while, but just like everything else, I started with small goals. Like I was like, OK. Let's practice for two to three minutes. Let's go five to seven minutes. Then I got up to 10 minutes and so on. Now, currently, every day for me now begins with a 30 minute meditation or stillness routine. At lunch, I do the same. And right before bed, I do the same. Another routine of 30 minute increments. So, but for you, if you just get started, I want you to start doing this. Work on taking deep breaths. You know, when you're taking deep breaths, they help you slow your heart rate and they help you relax. And when you get the chance, you just have to practice. And that's the best thing about practicing stillness is that you can do it anywhere, anytime. Whenever you're feeling stressed, you can just take a quick break. You can go retreat to a park or just have a few minutes to yourself. Go sit in your car or wherever you can find that space where it feels natural to you. You know, and just when the moment hits, practice stillness. Also, something good. Like I said, I have mine morning, midday and night. Schedule it so 
you can just have that time where you just keep a schedule and you can also set an alarm and that way you'll know and so everybody else will know who was in your circle like okay this is my me time and like i stated pick a spot where you can practice stillness like i say find a spot where it can be a home a bedroom or just identify somewhere a space that's your meditation room because that can help you connect with yourself and consider using music i mean not seeing shutting off all the stimuli music may help that might be a helpful tool for you you know and try to pick something soft something slow you know it can also just be good for if silence is just too much at times when you're just practicing stillness and if you need to if you're comfortable try a calming mantra you know repeating to yourself i am i am still i am calm so those are just some of the things that can have that helped me along the way and i hope that this is beneficial for you because we all need to unplug per se and just practice some mindful meditation and stillness and you'll see how beneficial this is along the way you know because your time in stillness you'll start to gain the clarity this clarity that you seek it'll help you become better in decision making you'll also find that you'll be less emotionally reactive you also learn to trust the most important person on this earth, yourself. It's also remember that who you're holding the space for, because there are so many distractions in our day that we need to make sure that we're empowered in protecting our own space. And I'm going to fall back and leave with a quote from the co-founder of Headspace. It's a blog that if you're not familiar with, it's pretty dope because their entire premise is about meditation and mindfulness. And he states, there are no mistakes in meditation. There's only the process of learning how to approach the practice and discovering what habits or actions to let go of. And this journey is unique for all of us. Once again, man, it's William J. We're talking in the attic, talking about stillness. And I'm gone.